0: Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Rob McIntyre and Trace Armstrong. We are here to talk about the top 10 craziest things about the All-Star 2 finale. We haven't done a public episode on how we feel about the All-Stars 2 finale. And Trace hasn't been able to share his thoughts, feelings, opinion at all because he was in Disney World right after that episode happened. We originally did an episode... Directly for Patreon. So if you want to become a patron and listen to that episode, you can go to patreon.com/slash the challenge chronicles and subscribe for $4 per month. We've had a recent surge of patrons and we greatly appreciate it. So thank you for coming aboard. We plan to do an episode tomorrow that a number of people have asked for. And we finally decided to do it now that we have time to be able to produce some off-season content where we discuss our ideal season format. So if you would like to listen to that episode as well you can go to patreon.com slash the challenge chronicles and subscribe for $4 per month. And with that beforehand, this will be a little bit different than how we'd normally do top X episode or top X, whatever, or, or top six, whatever episodes we've already come up with an order uh, as best as we could. i want to say thank you to Paul Shaler, who is the preeminent expert in the all stars two finale. I uh, sent him a list. Sent him a list of what we had to get his feedback to see if we were missing anything before we started this. We've come up with a list. We have we have ten ready to go. The number ten craziest thing about the All Stars two finale is Darrell and Janelle doing a very physical elimination and then going straight into the final. This, um, I mean. This essentially happened. This was pretty much what happened with. Uh, see, I can't even remember his name. What's his name? A manual. Yeah, yeah. This is pretty much what happened with a manual. It was ridiculous, and everyone pretty much just chalks it up to that's the challenge being the challenge,
1: right? Yeah. But I, it, I actually I heard a plausible with a lot of these. I heard a plausible explanation for this. So this one's bad, but it's not like egregious as some of these things that we're about to talk about are. But essentially production was a week behind schedule because of the COVID shutdown. And the same thing happened on spies, lies and allies. And they were just trying to get the damn season over with at this point because they needed to go home. These people needed to get home. That's really what it boiled down to. So instead of giving them their normal day off between the final elimination and the final, they went right into it. So it was what it was and it sucks for Darrell and Janelle, because I I read an interview or listened to one of the podcasts. I think it was bananas podcast. And they said that it was bad because essentially they didn't eat a whole lot that day, getting ready for the elimination because they were just trying to stay lean and mean, drink water, stay hydrated. And all they had for like a 48 hour period was some Gatorade and a granola bar (laughs) because they didn't feed them after the elimination they did the elimination and then they went straight to the final and then that morning before they started the run they got some more gatorade and a granola bar and then were handed their water and all right final starts go so yeah i
2: think i think this one is just though like
0: yeah this one is this one is nowhere near some of this is nowhere near some of. i I, I think the
2: biggest distinction with a lot of these are some of these it's like they're not great but it's kind of just Normal challenge and if they happen in a different show, I wouldn't be that surprised. Whereas some of these are like it seemed like they could they're serious ending. Like they're they're just absolutely insane.
0: Yeah, they're uniquely bad bordering they're uniquely bad. And if there was more money at stake, litigation would be, if not possible, likely.
1: Well, that's the thing. Here's the great distinction about that. The litigation on this stuff is borderline non-existent now because the challenge is no longer classified as a game show. Like I've referred to like game show laws and stuff. There's apparently another distinction for reality show competition. And so back in the day for when they were officially classified as a game show, they would get the cast there, shoot the promos, the intros, all that stuff. The day they would shoot like the intro videos and stuff, they would actually sit down with the cast, give them a stack of paper and they would all read through the rules so that everyone could um, be on the same page and play the game. That's why there weren't all the same twists and turns you see now, because with the reality show competition designation, they can basically change the rules whenever they want.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much where we are in the course of the show. Let's go on to number nine, number nine we have everyone getting lost with the arrows. And I think this kind of goes along with what we mentioned before, where, or what Rob mentioned, where, if this goes on another season, it's not surprising. It's still bad. But from what we've been able to tell and from what we've heard, everyone was getting lost with the arrows, even before they reached phase one, because the part that we did not see that was not on the, on the show was we saw people getting lost with the arrows to some extent, but not to the magnitude that it actually occurred. And yeah. even before phase one happened, there was another puzzle that each team had to race to complete and then proceed to phase one. Mm-hmm. We didn't see any of that. We didn't see the first puzzle. We didn't see how bad people were getting lost. Who knows what would actually happen in this final. If the arrows were, I guess it wouldn't matter. Because phase one it, <laughs> like, phase one didn't it, it matter. Meant it, no, it meant nothing. It meant nothing. We're but... going to get
1: to that in just a minute. But uh, uh, again,
2: only... again, though, this happens all the time with, with bad production directions and cut, cutting out stages literally happens in every final. I mean, every single final has stages that are cut yeah. out. And that's not 30 uh, 30.
1: I mean, go all the back to that More than other
2: things, just because you only have a certain amount of time. You don't, don't know how long each of these are going to take. So that's not egregious to me. Um, well, the, and the production the, getting lost with the arrows, I think that's a big problem. And I mean, yeah. I have, Tori talked about it on the spies, Eyes and allies, where a producer essentially gave her and Kyle bad directions and got them lost. So I, I think that's a huge issue that should be addressed.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's the issue that we're talking about. The, the issue isn't that they cut out one of the checkpoints that they had to yeah. do. We, we know that that happened in Total Madness with the knives that they had to throw. And I'm sure that happens quite a bit. And they definitely reshape, obviously what occurs at at the checkpoints at times, but the arrows and people not knowing where they needed to go seemed like it was on another level compared to where it typically is. And it seems like it's something that just figure it out. This isn't that hard. There's gotta be a way that you can do this so people can actually compete in a way that reflects their actual ability. That's what this is like a for map
2: for or me. something. Like, you, like when you used to something. walk into, into Disney World and then have the map with the attractions, little line you could follow. Just do that. Like, I, I, get, people trying to figure out directions is not, um, especially poorly designed ones like these happen to be. It's, it's not my idea of the world.
1: Do what they did on the Exile. When they would start the exile on Fresh Meat 2, they literally handed them a map showing them the trail they had to run. Just give them a map they have to carry and keep up with and make the map mandatory as part of finishing your checkpoint. Like, simple. Done. <laughs> all right. Now, now we're getting into the meat and potatoes
0: of it all. Yeah. Uh, all, of, all of the ones from here on are... Egregious. I mean, I th- like, I, I think from here on, you could make a reasonable argument for almost any one of these to be in any order. Yeah. And we kind of just put these in an order so we could at least talk about them. But at number eight, uh, we have MJ and, A and Janae saying in the Entertainment Weekly interview that they were 10 minutes ahead of Janelle and Jarrell when, according to Janelle, it was 50 yards. And we have gotten confirmation from Janelle. I believe it was in the Most Likely Two interview. That Janae, since that Entertainment Weekly interview happened, uh, went back and apologized to her and Darrell for saying that. And she said that she was just caught up in a lot at the moment. She's not sure why she said it, and she was definitely sorry uh, because Janelle said that she was definitely hurt by that. When that is literally factually incorrect.
1: Yeah, I think uh, we need to subtitle this episode. MJ is a big fat liar because I have a feeling the way it probably went down based on rereading that interview. Is MJ was saying a bunch of stuff, and instead of her getting into a MJ, that's not true, or no, you, you just kind of have to roll with it and then deal with the consequences. And, I, I don't think this is that crazy.
0: I think it's absurd. I think on this stuff all the time. Like, I think it's, just, it's, like, dude, he's literally just trying to make it look like, regardless of what happened with the safes, oh,
1: I legitimately won the All he is. Stars 2 final.
0: I know it's terrible though. Like that's like that's like a bad thing to do. I don't. I mean, ten minutes ahead
1: when you're like I can't yards. You know, I think MJ's problem here is that it's it's hard now to call his and Johnny's win legitimate based on all the chicanery that has come out. Yeah, I don't think. And and it's yeah, and so. You have to find ways to make it look like we would have won regardless of the chicanery. If you're going to lie about it, come up with some plausible lies that can't be easily refuted. You know, like it isn't yeah. that fucking hard. <laughs> Do you think he was
0: drunk in the interview? No, I think
2: he was just saying stuff and he was just want to make himself look better when all this other nonsense happened. I, this I think is that's his... what it was. And I, I don't think it's that. I really don't think it's that crazy. Like, I, I think that um, people... Like people just say random stuff about finals like this all the time.
1: I mean, if he didn't just—I mean—in the midst of that Entertainment Weekly interview, I think it was like eighty percent MJ lying. So it's really hard to take uh, him. I, I actually don't think
2: that's true. I think he was speaking too honestly at some points, which we'll get to later.
1: Well, some of it was extremely too honest, and I—you could tell based on the uh, that crappy, terrible, no good Challenge Mania interview. I usually try to be a little softer on challenge mania because it is what it is that interview was basically production telling mj you better fucking fix this and them calling Derek and saying hey if you want to get cast again you better make this a softball and keep scott's mouth shut
0: you know that that coordinated
1: yes yeah i bet you it
0: was dude i because i listened to it or i didn't listen to it but I, i heard someone say that it was the worst interview and or podcast they'd ever heard Mm -hmm. it was that bad
1: it was challenge mania's worst episode by far and there's been some episodes that have been tough to listen to back in the early days with scott and derek where that air horn would go off every 30 seconds and derek would start playing rap music in the middle of an interview and like it was it was bad i mean it was really bad like it made everybody look bad by the end of the interview so i mean and i i understand i'm not trying to say this to rip challenge mania because what they do for the challenge community is a big deal and you know they they have by far the most listenership although bananas might pass them now since he's actually on the ringer network but uh but
0: you think it's anisa and tory's podcast is probably the most no listener. challenge mania has more than they do yeah challenge mania
1: actually gets more uh but i think bananas might pass them that's, that's the other Spotify. thing to me is
2: if they feel like they needed to like do some makeup work. It would have seemed like they would have fed it to Tori and Anissa. Well, and Tori
1: and Anissa there. were on vacation in Mexico. So they literally couldn't oh. record. So it was challenging. Yeah, Mania. but you can even
2: just do it on the chat on their platform and not
1: use them as the hosts. I mean, I think they had to get them out there as quickly as possible. And Derek and Scott have a podcast that is regarded as the one of the important voices in the challenge community. So I think that's what happened, like quite frankly. <laughs> you just got to go with it so anyway i yeah i do want to say i
0: i I do want to say it it has been very cool that we have gotten as much coverage around this as we have right Mm -hmm. That, yeah have, have, have gone out there they've talked about what the truth to them is and what they've observed and what they experienced and The one person that I feel like I haven't seen a lot come out from that I really would like to hear his opinion about it, and it may be out there and I'm just not aware of it and haven't consumed that information yet, is Nehemiah. I would love to hear how he feels about this in in an in-depth interview where he's able to talk freely and give his insight into what occurred. Because he hasn't talked at
2: all. And by all accounts, like the one thing everyone seems to agree on about the finals, that he and Melinda performed very well and all the different parts of it. Mm -hmm. I think
1: think Nehemiah is taking a page out of Wes Bergman's playbook and just keeping his damn mouth shut so he can get another check. I mean, I really think that's the smart move on his part.
0: Yeah, because to to this point, he's been on the first three seasons of All-Stars. I'm under the assumption that he would like to be on All-Stars moving forward. And yeah. I'm hearing
1: rumors that he got a, a a nice little contact call for season 38, too. So it's not out of the realm of the possibility he goes back to the mothership. So he's probably laying low so that he doesn't make any waves. <laughs> well, He, he and Daryl have been on all three seasons so far. Do we know? Yeah, there's quite a number
0: of people that have been on all three seasons, yeah, which too. we don't enjoy. Or I don't enjoy. I mean, I would, I I would definitely like to see. I, I would definitely like... I'm, that's the same issue that the the main show runs into Uh, i would i would like to see a little bit more diversity in who they cast because by all accounts of what we've heard a lot of people want to be on the show that haven't been on yet
1: Mm -hmm. um so i think we should go to the next one (laughs) because this is just so i think this i I think
0: we really are getting we really are getting to the point where I think any one of these could be number one. I I think this one is absolutely absurd. They do this a, in most finals at this point, they make the conscious decision to do this. And we've talked about how they don't need to do this, but they do it anyway. But number six, phase one being 95. And that may 95%. And that may be an understatement of the final. We we skipped one.
1: We skipped one. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't oh, talk okay, about okay, how MJ and okay, Janae okay, okay, the yeah, first. This so is just as bad. Number this seven. could also be number one.
0: No, yeah, this could be number one too. Number I seven. think number one is number and, one with the
1: bullet. Hold on, like, hold uh,
0: on. Let, let's let's go. MJ and Janae not having to finish phase one after being on the verge of quitting. And I think what's come out after this is we saw how bad of shape Janae was in on the show. Right? We we saw her saying that she wanted to quit. What I think has been interesting that's come out since then is how bad of shape MJ was
2: yeah. competing yeah, during, attention.
0: during phase one, where he had medical attention, and it got to the point where he was ready to take an IV because he was so de- dehydrated. His body was shut, ready to shut down, and TJ had to come out and say, if you take that IV, you're quitting the final, and you will no longer be able to compete. I, which is... That, that part's kind of odd to me. Like, I mean, an IV is a medical... Well, why don't just like why doesn't everyone get it then? Yeah, just have everyone get IVs, like they didn't yeah, want I, it as one. If that's on the table, I, I think that would be fine.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what I would have done, provided they had enough um, enough material to give everyone IVs. Mm-hmm.
1: I think the one thing that people we don't know the answer to this next question. I've asked and got no response, but they give them the Camelback full of water before they start the final. Do they refill it, or is that a "Here's your water for the final"? Because a lot of people getting so dehydrated, if they could just refill their water so that they could continually stay hydrated during the final, then it's not a problem. Because then you just have to wait five minutes for your Camelback to get refilled. So I think I think the way they operate is is this is your water for the final.
0: Like like I don't the, dehydration no is
1: not a joke to play around with. Like they can't be doing yep. that.
0: Yeah, I think that they definitely give them water because in one of in one of Chanel's interviews, I can't remember which one it was. She talks about the amount of water that she consumed during the final. And then she talks about like how much of it like she actually like peed out. And she said she like went to the bathroom like one time, (laughs) like versus like how much water she consumed. Yeah. And she talked about how they were literally just like sweating all of this out throughout Mm -hmm. the entire competition yeah
1: melinda said something pretty similar she talked about how she was peeing like orange and brown for the next three days because she was so dehydrated Mm -hmm. after this final like it was this final was no joke like one of the things they cut out of this final was how long the bike ride was apparently there were multiple puzzle stations and not one to go pick up those puzzle pieces for the bike ride the first one was like six miles. The last one was like 10 miles one way. So they had to I thought ride. you could tell they were
2: different from the show.
1: The amount, obviously not as much, but they, yeah. they. I think they talked at one point. You could hear Darrell talking
2: about going to a farther station.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe they did. And I just missed that. Uh, I just, I, I could not believe that. I mean, I understood. Okay. Six miles on a bike probably takes about 20 minutes. All right. Cool. 10 miles one way. That's that's a long-ass way when you're that tired. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like
0: I heard someone say that, by all accounts, this one checkpoint was 70% of phase one, mm-hmm. right? That this was the majority of what happened in phase mm-hmm. one. So I, I guess this number seven, what we just mentioned, is a, a two-parter, right? There's a part of them being on the verge of quitting, and then there's the part of them not having to f- finish phase one after Tekken Ayana... Decided to no longer continue in the game. It's interesting, I mean, I think, here, let, let me finish this part. And what what's interesting about this is that they did not have to finish phase one. Combine that with the fact that it seemed like they were nowhere near finishing and nowhere near Melinda and Nehemiah and Janelle and Durrell. They were nowhere, nowhere near at the point in time where they would be able to like. Finish in at times somewhat close to where they
2: finished go ahead well they were somewhat close at one point i think they really struggled with that memory portion what's interesting to me though like let's say if tech unfortunately had like sprained an ankle halfway through and they had to quit would they just not have done the rest of phase one
1: it's a great question question no. you yeah. don't
2: know <laughs> i don't think that's the case but i i think i it's very clear to me that they don't have the rules planned out at all beforehand. And it's just like, all right, well, what should we do at this point in the situation to get us out
0: of here?
1: I think that's a really good question. I and the reason yourself. they did it was because they were running out of daylight. So they, for, they said, you don't need to finish. And, and there's no penalty either. Like if what they, they not expect finish, to happen, like give them a 10 like, minute Like this,
2: this should have been planned over two days. I don't, I don't see why they thought it would be, doable for them to finish phase one of the final and then complete phase two right afterwards like i i don't see why that wasn't structured over
0: a multi-day portion i don't i i, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't have someone test this out and they had no idea how long this would actually take mm-hmm. right? it's a 12 mile bike i know yeah i don't know like it's just you have to plan this stuff out better right there has to be better coordination around this
2: i i can i can almost Maybe they had one person test each of the stages, not even fully, just to some degree. Like, you know what I mean? Like they had one person do one bike back and forth to make sure it worked okay. But I, in terms of somebody thoroughly testing, I would be extremely surprised if anyone did that.
0: I think we know that, right? Because there was yeah. so much with this final that didn't work, right? This specifically, right? It took a much longer time than they thought it would. The puzzle boards, they obviously didn't have anyone do it with the puzzle boards. And we're going to get to the puzzle boards in a little bit. And they obviously had no one try out the safes, which they we will also safe. get to. Another. Rob, what is going on with your camera? Look at what's going I on. Know right what's, I'm not touching it. It's just moving by
2: itself.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, it just moved by itself again. All right, let's go it. to the next it's one. It's doing it by itself. This is, this is just crazy as well. But they did uh, this happens the time every number,
0: number six, phase one being 95% of the final and giving the winning team a 60-second lead.
2: If we went through every single Final happened history, how many would have this happen? Or this to some degree?
1: Rivals 1. Rivals
2: 1. X's had X's had a head start. It was structured better, but they did have a head start. Yeah, head start X's 1 to me
1: was fine because it was a head start, but, you know, who had the head start wound I would
2: better. say it's still... Spies, Lies, Lies, it's Lies, and
1: Allies is similar. Like, you just kind of had to make it... I mean, Spies, Spies Lies, Lies, and Allies place. is
2: ridiculous. Spies, Double similar. Agents had it. Total, Mad- Total Madness very much had it. Yeah. War World the Worlds 2 had it. Um, Vendetta's had it, because remember, like, Zach and Cara. Zach, I've, the I've blocked that weird.
1: out of my memory. Yeah, Zach and Carter's get that
2: weird head start. I mean, it's like, every, it's, my thing is, it's just like, that's like every final.
1: Yeah. And, like, there's we, more finals we,
2: that have had this happen than have it.
1: it. Well, in the last 10 years, yes. It's become a norm. In,
0: since Rivals. And Rob, we yes. talked. For sure. And Rob, we talked about this when we originally recorded. What could they do instead of doing this? A thousand other options.
2: Time the Time the events. Time happen, every checkpoint have them leave structured where um like you just you know what i mean like if you finished an hour and a half ahead you just leave an hour and a half before you could have them just have the final be over one period of time so there is no breakup there's so many different ways to get around this
0: well and what we said and i think i agree with this the most is just have it have it start have it end and just make it edit it to make it look like it's closer than it actually is yeah, yeah. i think that's the this however
1: you want yeah that's the easiest way to do it. That they edited Daryl and
0: Janelle running with a background that wasn't even there. Clearly, they can edit around how far apart people are. Well, they edited it to make it look like Janelle and Daryl left the puzzle boards before MJ and Janae, when we know that wasn't true, right? That's common yeah, That I'm did saying. not happen. So They edited out, the, they they edit out the edit that pickup that, truck MJ and Janelle coming back on as they're running. They edited that to make it look like the way that they wanted it to look like. They can do whatever they want, mm-hmm. right? Just, Just do this then.
1: You can show two seconds of someone running and cut to confessionals. Like it's so easy to do it. Like it's yeah, that's, just, that's... it's, just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a gimme. It's a softball. I mean, we're about to cover Fresh Meat 2 here the next few weeks for the Chronicles. And it just like that final is probably one of the most perfectly structured finals in that it was grueling. It tested everybody and it was all done in the same day. Like it, it, it is like what you want to see in a final.
0: What I guess that's a good question. Let, let's talk about this quickly now. What final do you think had the best structure?
1: Do you believe well, it was is one of the YouTube? most entertaining to watch
0: for
2: me?
1: Yeah, I, I think I it's entertaining think to it's watch, but I don't necessarily agree with the structure. Um, What's wrong with it? Do you think? There's just too many equalizers. Like you basically,
2: oh I don't know, get through that. the
1: first bit. They do the IVs, and then they don't really stagger them all that well for the next phases. Well, it's
2: just timed though.
1: Yeah, I so it's I, not like
2: there's no it's not like, oh, turbo finish. First, I just don't I as
1: much as this is going to probably be controversial for some people. I don't necessarily like the timed checkpoints, because if there's one checkpoint where one person just blows the whole thing away, they can just coast the rest of the way. And so it just that kind of bothers me. I like a linear final where there's a start line and a finish line. Whoever gets their first wins and just just go with that like that's what i prefer to see in a final
2: i think the issue still persists though in that final like if we have a puzzle and you do it an hour and a half before i or finish an hour and a half before devin and i do you'd still be an hour and a half running time ahead of us it just wouldn't be it would just be like calculated yeah. differently. i, I think, think the that last the most enter
1: I, go, ahead, go ahead yeah i think the last best structured final ironically enough is either going to be um battle of the seasons. And even to an extent, uh, shoot, cutthroat. Like those. I think finals, more than rivals
2: two. I think two rivals, rivals two, two
1: is also very good. I think that's better. Than rivals five. two is actually really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If th- just do that, like that final is almost perfect.
2: Do we? We should do. I don't know how, how much of a project we want to make this. I think if we pick out a couple of significant finals and we watch them, and then. Compared to good ones versus bad ones, be an interesting idea. Yeah, we're kind of getting They've been such a problem for these past few seasons, really.
0: I, we we have in our backlog. I think we have an episode idea for top six finals of all time, and we can define mm-hmm. that however we want. But I I think that's definitely something that we could do.
1: Yeah, cool. Number Moving five. Right along.
0: <laughs> I think this one, th- this one again, could easily be number one. Janelle said that this is what she was out of everything that happened in the final. This was what she was most upset about. And number five. I think it should be higher. Janelle and Jarrell's second puzzle board. And Rob, I think wanted should to a... include the, Rob wanted to include puzzle boards in general. I went yeah. back and I did all of MJ and Janae's puzzles. I was able to complete them. I went back and attempted to do Janelle and Jarrell's puzzle boards. Got to the second puzzle board. Decided that there was more than I wanted to do with my life and left. Uh, so I w- was not able to complete it in a reasonable amount of time just looking at it. So I can de- definitely empathize with her. She definitely got emotional when she talked about this. And I I, I think she's right too. She, I, by all accounts, she said that all of the other puzzle boards you were able to look at and do in seconds, whereas this one took actual minutes and it took them three to four minutes to be able to complete it. Did you ahead. do
2: Melinda Nehemiah's or look at that one? I didn't even bother. Because the one thing with that one, I thought, I looked at it, and I I didn't finish it, but I just looked at it and kind of went through it in my head. It was basically the same puzzle board twice in a row, but there was a slight change on the second one that completely changed how the entire equation looked. And I think...
0: So I don't know if we got confirmation from anyone that it was, like, broken, though. Janelle did say that their first and second puzzle boards were essentially the same, except for one slight modification. Yeah. She did say that, but she did not say that they were broken
1: in any way. And supposedly, so, um, production told every team they had the right combination. So when they get to the safes, which again we'll get to that here in a minute, uh, apparently they were all able to solve them. But some of them were way easier, particularly in this case. MJ and John A's was way easier than the other two.
2: Did so with Janelle and Darrells though. Was that didn't it produce two different outcomes? Like it was two different numbers. What do you mean? Like, the sombrero was one number on one board and then a different number on the next board. Yes. How how, do you put that in the combination? What do you put in? Wait, what are you
0: talking about? Each puzzle board produces a number.
1: Well, what he's saying is is, is the sombrero was a number. It was the value of one number on one of Darrell and Janelle's boards. And then on the second board, the sombrero was a different number. And I think that you had to treat each board independently. Like, the numbers didn't Well, then what do you put in the lock, though? you put the
0: the number for the first puzzle board is one That's number. The first number the number the for second the second pu- puzzle ball, another number and then the number for the third puzzle board is a third number and i believe mm-hmm. oh, when i only two, did, right? when i did no there were three puzzles. there were boards. three
1: three puzzle oh, okay. boards okay okay
0: and when i when when i did mj and Janae's, i went, was able to go through each one of them and there was an individual number that came from each yep yeah. okay and th- this one
2: is another example too of I mean, you could pick your own puzzle boards. Clearly, it's not an example of production trying to manipulate an outcome as more as it's just incompetent. Because, like everybody has said, TJ didn't say anything like, "Oh, make sure you like look at the puzzle boards and pick one." And like I don't like we don't want puzzle board selection to be what determines. This is like the coin toss to determining the winner of overtime in the NFL. Like you don't want that to be what's determining who wins.
0: That, that's essentially what happened. It was, th- this this was who won, right? If you completed the this puzzle board first, you won. The entire final came down to this. 98% of the rest of the final was completely meaningless. None of it else mattered. All that mattered was this puzzle board. And for it to essentially be completely random, and this is what Janelle was upset about, part of what she was upset about, is that there was no indication about how meaningful it was to select the puzzle board correctly. There was no mention of, make sure you get down there first because there's going to be an advantage. Or even explicitly telling them, that some puzzle boards are different than the others that's all they had to do was just make the same puzzle board for each of them there was no reason there was no reason to not make them the same because this is different symbols this isn't this isn't a some puzzle where you can look at what the person's next to you is doing get information that relates to yours it doesn't matter you're doing this in your head just like, do you have
2: one puzzle, have a sombrero, one has a guitar, and one has, you know, a taco. Like, I, I, if we're sticking with
0: the over theme here. It just doesn't matter. And even if they're all the same, it still doesn't make It a doesn't difference. matter because it.
1: if you're trying to listen to the other team, then you're just slowing yourself down when you could be solving the puzzle. So, so like, just, just, just give them all the same puzzle. This it's is it's just case. three different interns with three
2: different ideas of what they were supposed to do.
1: I think this is just an intern being like, Oh, we need to make these all different. So nobody cheats. And it's like, no, one's going to cheat on this. Like, this is one of, this isn't like, you know, we're trying to line up the, uh, the arrows like it was on cutthroat where, you know, we got to point to the right direction that this town is in. Like you can cheat on that. This is one of those things where you can either do the math or you can't. And if the other team talks quietly, you're not going to be able to hear them, but then you're just slowing yourself down, waiting to hear the answer. So just solve the puzzle. Like this is, I, this I, is I, I, easy.
2: Let's move on. We've got we, yeah, we we a 15
1: minute timeline now. So <laughs> I, I think we're number I think four. We're good. Number yeah, we four. got, God,
0: we got, we got some time. We can do this. Number, number four, the entertainment weekly interview. This was an absolute bombshell kick all of this off this could, I think this should be higher too. This could be number one. I mean but that's what I mean. Like all of this stuff is absurd. No, I think no I think this that when you have a number insane, of three, everything it's
1: above hard. this came out of this interview. So like I, we're gonna talk about the specifics that come out of this interview for the top three. So I feel like it's fine that we've got it four because it's it everything else we talk about came from this interview.
2: Because my thing is <laughs> like, this probably, interview what it, sparked everything
1: because this is where this is the interview
2: that I read after Devin and I finished recording and tell him that a pickup truck came and picked up MJ and Janae during the final and brought them back to the safe because they production pulled like the whole thing with that. So I, I, this is what kind of started everything.
1: Yeah. Okay. So before we talk about this, before we talk about this, since nobody's heard my opinions on this final or anything, I just want to say this. I'm at Disney world. My wife and daughter are asleep and I'm sitting in my bed watching On my iPad, the All-Stars 2 final. And I'm watching it. And for the most part, I'm feeling pretty good about it. You know, I I see MJ and John A. win. I'm just looking at it purely from I've been at Disney all day. I've had a couple beers. I was walking around Epcot. I had a great day. And I'm going to finish it off with the All-Stars 2 final. And when it's over, I was disappointed that Darrell and Janelle lost because I felt like they were the most deserving team. They or even Evan and or not Evan Nehemiah and Melinda because I actually was like yeah. Nehemiah and Melinda did an incredible job and they just didn't the the eating and the puzzle lost it for them and that happens yeah. that happens on every final something like that and I went to bed going you know what that was pretty satisfying I'm happy for MJ I'm happy for John A the next day I'm my, my daughter's taking a nap and I see this Entertainment Weekly interview and it completely changed my opinion on the final. And I went back and watched it again the next night and started picking through what was said in the interview and what I saw on screen. It was so egregious how poorly done this final was that I was just blown away. So I had one opinion and then as the information started trickling out, I completely flip flopped the other direction.
0: I'm never going to be able to watch the show the same way after this. My level of enjoyment for the show after this final is significantly they diminished. They I just can't. I just can't take anything that they do
2: remotely seriously anymore. Well, I think. I think the difference with me is I kind of always had that opinion. Like I think this is completely egregious. Like just the pickup truck. Like it, it's the that to me alone is like what What in the world happened here? Um, but I just think like. Like a lot of people t- in the UK talked about how um, just that they've had a couple of leaders in the recent past who have been kind of buffoonish. And uh, that was actually a good thing because it showed them we shouldn't have this reverence for the leader just because they're the leader. It's kind of my opinion with this is this is kind of the, seeing the emperor with no clothes, uh, the pickup truck and I mean, kind of picking up MJ and A. It's like, this has always been what's going on. It's just
1: that we didn't- Somebody we actually didn't opened the their mouth about it stupidly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so like the thing is like, I didn't like take, like, I obviously don't think that they know what they're doing. Like, like obviously from what I've talked about from the last two seasons, since we've heard last three seasons, since we've started to do recaps of the current episodes, but this to me is just on a completely different level, right? This is gross negligence and incompetence beyond what should be reasonably expected from someone that is producing a television show. On this level, right? Mm-hmm. At what point will anyone from production speak publicly and openly about? Never, TV? never, 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 never even going to mention
1: it. No,
0: they don't have like never. They will never talk about. Because here's
1: the thing, Rob. Eighty, I would say eighty percent. Well, maybe All Stars. It's a higher number, so we'll say sixty percent. Sixty percent of the people that watch All Stars two on Paramount Plus don't know anything about what we're talking. Oh, it's about. It's more than
2: sixty, dude. Yeah, it's I bet it's like ninety. Was. Yeah, 90 95. significantly more think it's that um, high yeah I, yeah easily i i think that's that's without question i, I think there's too the much people who consume challenge content probably don't don't have a significant idea of what happened um i was speaking more like someone from production
1: leaves and goes to abc or somewhere else and then they're like oh let's talk about they're not going to talk about it because i mean in the entertainment world in the NDAs. It, yeah there's ndas that would probably blackball them from other productions like no you don't talk about that stuff If it's not Justin Booth or John Murray, ain't nobody said shit about this.
0: All right. Number three, I agree with Rob. This one was too high, but we put this together quickly. Number three, MJ saying he knew phase one was a purge when Janelle and Melinda said they did not. And there's a lot of implications that go along with this. Uh, I I would be inclined, based off of everything that we've heard from MJ to this point, I would probably be inclined to believe uh, Janelle and Melinda over MJ, but well, this... Go ahead. Well, my, my one thing is that we
2: do know that, I don't think anybody's contested this, really, that when Janae was trying to quit, MJ was reassuring that this wasn't the whole thing, and then Nehemiah was doing the same thing with Melinda when Melinda was, like, celebrating after they thought they won. So it seemed like people were under the impression that the first day was not the whole day at the very well, least. Well, they just didn't know. They weren't That's sure. That's why...
0: That's why when you I, see I, Melinda and Nehemiah finish phase one, they look around like they're like, what just happened?
1: Yeah. You know, did like, we just did win? Like,
0: like, <laughs> like they're like waiting for a bomb to go off. It's like, okay, like what's and next?
1: TJ's just like, all right, we're going to the next phase with you guys. Like it it really was. Like, I maybe they explained it, maybe they didn't. Maybe we'll chalk this up to MJ was dehydrated and he doesn't really remember. So he's just kind of making up his own narrative because he really doesn't remember. But I definitely got the the vibe that Nehemiah and Melinda for sure weren't sure if that was the end of the final or not. It was like, did we win? Did we win? I
2: think I thought Nehemiah um for Melinda had talked about it, it seemed like he was pretty confident it wasn't. And I think it's like I think they all know, like if TJ doesn't say, All right, the winner finish first place of this is gonna win. At least people have been in finals Do before. We-
0: do we know that, though? I was about to say that I feel like there's probably been instances where people have finished a certain portion of the final. It ended up being the the last stage and they didn't know that it was the last stage. I believe that happened in Total Madness, correct? Yeah, because like, I think to- Jenny on yeah. Total Madness, that
2: happened to her. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is insane. So then- like, you want them to know that this is it. You want them giving it everything they have and for them to finish and be like, what's next? It's yeah. just like what do they have to gain out of that? They have nothing to gain. Nothing. It's just, it's I think like
2: keeping people in the dark is like their main thing.
0: I think what the reason why they why they may do that is in case they fuck up, it gives them yeah. a way to kind of get get out of it. And if they've told people, I don't know, they're just clueless, dude. Like I give up. Like I I, I gave up. Like like I said, it's just this whole. Like, I think they, they have they have zero credibility with me whatsoever. Like, yeah, they have I zero guess. credibility they in everything they've done. Zero credibility. Like, what, like, what, 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 is, what, could you say that they do really well? What do they do really well? Nothing. Um, I,
2: nowadays, I one thing.
1: Nowadays, is this? production. Production.
0: What, what does production do really well?
2: At this point, I don't know if there's anything they do really well.
1: Okay, yeah, I will get
2: label, They get renewed for seasons. That, they yeah, that. That, they, they make
1: money. That's the thing. That, they, they make a lot of be, fucking that, money. That, that that remains remains that's like their main job, really,
2: is to make money.
1: They're the highest rated show on that's MTV. What, They're one of the highest rated original pieces of content on, all, uh, on Paramount Plus. So, despite the fact that they often have nonsensical rules, terrible decision making, all of that stuff. They still make tons of money. They so make there's money. there's then, no incentive to change provided they're still making lots of money. And
2: when, when MTV is looking at the accounting challenge, making money. So they, they, they're doing that,
1: right? What can okay. MTV syndicate globally from one production? The challenge.
0: <laughs> Number two, production not deciding not to pause the final when the safe would not open. Um. So, what do we think they should have done at this point? Let's say they oh, they they try and open the safe. They realize they fucked up, and they say, "Everyone, stop! No one move." They go back, look at the tape where everyone was when MJ and Janae attempted to open the safe. They reposition everyone where they were before. Say, everyone, there is a four-step step to the safe. This is how you successfully open the safe.
1: I don't Keep think there was a
0: four-step. Or yeah. so even if, even if there wasn't a fourth step, right. You tell them how you actually open the safe, because we know that per, basically we'll get to this for what's in number one. Uh, but there was a way to open the safe, right. Uh, tell them whatever way that is so that they're able to successfully complete it. I, could, I really think the top two things
2: for me with this are the fourth step and the pickup truck. That, those are the two things I can't get over. The fourth step that like this immediately upon seeing the interview, it's like, fourth step and there's no fourth step on the board and nobody ever even like made any vague mention of what the fourth step is outside of MJ. there is the no
1: fourth step, step. MJ. the only thing that we've gotten that so far
2: was mj saying that the fourth step was taking your time is what he told you now i believe which that's like su- dude, there is no
1: fourth slap step in
0: the face that's fucked up just a slap in the face take your time that's the fourth step just fuck off dude
1: you know, here this is my, all right, let, 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 this is also number one. So let's just, let's, let's just lump these together. So even- hold on, let me, let,
0: let me, let me say this real quick. Good. All right. So all right, we'll, we'll say what number one is. Number one, production opening the safe for MJ and Janae. So MJ and Janae did not even open the safe on their own. Janelle said in the most likely to interview that production went back, tampered with the safe, opened it, and then MJ and Janae went and opened it on their own what I in the flying? like go ahead well, well, so my thing with why do why didn't she talk about that at first you think? she was she probably going it. back I think I think she got to a point where she was like you know I'm just gonna I'm gonna talk about everything you know I'm probably well, not gonna be on again. again I
1: don't think Janelle's coming back to the challenge well, I, know, just, I, know I don't that think
2: she happened, wants to be on, she, I
1: exactly I think it's by choice She's one other like, thing that this. happened
2: she said that um, she didn't feel that bad about things until after she saw it on TV
1: yeah so I was. Why wouldn't she? I was just curious. Why she it wouldn't It could steal be the, because okay, they like opened the safe. Really production. Here's the, the, the my PA theory. Go back. Here's my theory. Because I know we're running short on time. My theory is the way production decided to end this final was because MJ and John A. quote unquote got to the safe first, and all the safes were fucked up. They just decided since MJ and John A. got to the safe first, they're the winners, and that's right. how they explained it to the cast, and then on TV. For them to then show them looking like they were geniuses and everybody else had their thumb up their ass and MJ and John A somehow stumbled into how to open the safe. I'm sure it felt like a giant slap in the face to Janelle because
0: Janelle remember Janelle was under the belief that she didn't have the correct code all of these months since the final ended she just assumed that she didn't have the correct code and that. Or yeah, that she did not have the the correct code. And that's why they weren't able to complete it. Because remember, she talks about how someone from production came up to them and asked them what code they had. And she then found out that production told MJ and Janae that they did have the correct code. Mm -hmm. And that when she told them their code that they had, they just didn't say anything. And they walked off. And her reaction was she told, or she looked at Drell and was like, that's really bad. Mm -hmm. My issue with this, and I'll say this, if the safes would have worked correctly as they were designed, Darrell and Janelle would have won. They would have caught up to MJ and Janae. They were both in terrible shape. They were fifty yards behind them. They would have been able to op- op- open up the safe, and I think they probably would have won. And I think well, a well, lot MJ of people and got think they first, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. They would have caught up to them because they still have to run to the plane at the end. So it's not. Oh, you're world. saying if they
2: both if they both put it in? in the yeah, like stuff. that's the right. thing. The I ending think of the final,
1: according to TJ's own words, on the uh, at the end. Was whichever team makes it to the jet first with their money wins the show. Because so, the jet
0: wasn't right next to where the were. It was were. like a hundred yards
1: won. further down.
2: Well, and yeah, MJ I, I is falling apart at that, this point. I don't know. If, dude, I don't know if we can say anything confidently about the final. I think to say that we know for sure that Janelle, Drell, and Janelle would have won at the CS
0: World we, the whole thing is edited completely crazy. We're all we're doing is taking this off of the well, interviews. I'm talking, I'm talking, yeah, exactly. I'm like basing that off of what I've heard in interviews. That's what and I then
1: see. seeing the video because you can see how far a fucking run it is. Like if Janelle and durell have the right, I don't code, know if we can take anything from the video too. Like I, I I, know well, I mean, crazy, just the distance from the safes to the plane. Okay, just the distance from the safes to the plane is a long run, and if Darrell and Janelle are able to put their code in, then it becomes a, can we catch them in the foot race? And that's why there's just, there's so much chicanery here that I've just, I don't even know what to say any further about it. It just, it, it was, we've always said that production is borderline incompetent on a lot of stuff. This final shows that they really, really, really need to try hard to regain credibility because right and now, my trust in them is about zero. I mean, well, they so don't because they're making tons of money. We yeah, so I'm about saying. That. It's
0: not really, still isn't really a problem for
1: them. So, I think,
0: I think I, it goes back to what we talked about before, that there's probably only 5% of the fan base that's aware of this, right? The other 95% so. of the fan base watched this, turned the TV off, and never thought about it again. And so yeah. for, for them, they feel like it's fine. But like th- this, this show's a joke. It's a complete joke. From casting to the execution of missions to the finals to the way it's edited to where they film it, it's all a complete and utter joke. There's nothing they do well. You suck at your jobs. Go do something else. Make money.
2: That's that's the one thing they're supposed to do. And
0: what I say is, you could be making more money. You could be doing better. You could be uh, like challenging
1: Survivor. You know, pun intended. Um, Like (laughs) do better. Do better, get a better cast, and actually think through the most important part of the damn show, which is the final, which is what determines who wins the most amount of money. Like, yeah, you I,
2: go. well, one thing too, if we ever see in the future anybody like fidgeting with the safe or something up to that effect, and then it's like takes them forever on the screen, and then it turns out they open it later, that did not happen.
1: Can we just we, we, uh, all agree that they need to never do safes again? Yeah. Like, if I, they I can't that, get this right, I think we may
2: be in production, maybe. Um, in lockstep on that one,
0: I, I I told Rob that when we did the uh, initial recap, no more no safe ever again. They have not shown the ability to me to be able to handle that. Mm-mm. So,
1: Anyways.
2: all right, yeah, I th- I guess going forward, I think I've always cared a lot less about who wins the season or what. And I, when I say I care a lot about less about that, I care a lot less because I know that they. Take it around all the time, and that it shouldn't matter.
0: It's not an actual like measuring you, stick for who is a quality competitor for the most part. You, I think you mentioned it before that they do that a lot, but they've gotten lucky with who's won lately. Yeah,
2: right. That's what a lot of it is.
0: Yeah, they haven't had anything like this happen. This is pretty much, I think, what we were aware of could always happen. Right, with the way that they set up these finals Happens for whatever all reason. The it, time. it just, it, yeah, it just didn't happen. Right. Um, <laughs>
1: like we didn't have anything to like this extent okay. if this had happened to part and ayana was... the outrage would be palpable
2: because <laughs> the worst um like the the biggest infraction part, like i think casey i just didn't think she looked impressed with me at all for the majority of the finals last and i was fine, so her winning was somewhat um disappointing to me just based on the performance in the final versus corey but like before that, I mean, Hunter and Ashley went in Final Reckoning. It was kind of odd because it basically all came down to that eating portion. There were a couple of stages of that final that were edited out. But like we hadn't really had anything happen where it seemed like the first one was undeserving based on what happened on TV. And I don't even know if that really happened this time as much as it was just a completely messed up uh, most of the steps of the final.
0: Wait, say that again. Say the last part again. You well, know? I don't even
2: know if like the average viewer is like, oh, MJ and Janae did, didn't deserve to win that based on what they saw on TV.
0: I don't know. Editing did not do them <laughs> or did them a disservice. Like, I mean, they show Janae saying she wanted to quit. They show MJ uh talking about how his body was shutting down. They didn't definitely did not edit them well. We have to go. Closing thoughts.
1: God, please let All-Stars 3 not be this fucked up as a final because this cast for All-Stars 3 has me really excited. I can't wait to watch it. It sounds like we're going to get it pretty imminently because they're already still promoting it on Twitter very strongly. So, dear God, please don't let the All-Stars 3 final let us down the way this did.
0: And because you're listening to uh, this right now, that means you're a patron. Thank you for your support. Rob, what would you like to say before we leave?
2: I didn't know how to wait.
0: Okay. Uh, Thank you for adding that. Have a good weekend. Bye everyone.